Welcome to Gearheads, the podcast, apparently monthly now, where we uh, talk about every single one of Richard Gere's movies. I feel like we should have been doing this disclaimer the whole time, which is that we are not film students. We are not film critics. We don't know very much about movies. Speak for yourself. Except for Sarah, who knows everything. And we are just talking about movies we watched about a random actor. The end. Are you worried? We haven't gotten any criticism. I don't know where this is coming from. I just felt the need. You concerned? Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Um, th- my name's Elise, and that other little voice. This little voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna talk like that the whole time now. Do you want to hear my phone voice at work? Her name's Sarah. Yes, <laughs> I do. Hi, this is Sarah calling from blank. I was just reaching out. That's what I sound so like. Nice. But I feel like my coworkers hear that and think, "What is she doing?" <laughs> But I just, I talk, I have like a lot of going on when I talk. Are you Taz? <laughs> yeah. The Taz? I am the Taz. Um, that ties into this movie because remember that Polaroid camera? Remember that wind? That was Taz. That was Taz. Taz is actually the center of this film. Wow. Uh, anyway. This week we are watching Unfaithful, maybe Richard Gere's most erotic film. Uh, but he's not the most. But he's it's, not. It, it's not him being the most erotic but right. it is probably the most erotic film. Yeah. What would you say his him being the most erotic? Well, he was trying to be in Breathless. Yeah. Oh, we saw a lot of him in Breathless. American Gigolo, but that wasn't very sexy, actually. No, I mean, was, he 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 looked very don't nice. Get but... me started on his looks <laughs> in that movie, but you know, like even um, the sex we, scene was One of sexy. our friends and listeners came to town and <laughs> we showed her the compilation of him from that movie to the dmx song yeah and she watched it three or four times in a row she did we moved on i would say three or four times is there's one particular moment where he like takes a tie off or something she rewound it so many times i think she took the phone from you yeah it's not just me folks shout out to to our friend emma she was on the podcast Oh, yeah. Not to dox, not friend to blow of the podcast and friend on the podcast. Hello, nurse. She's on hello the, <laughs> the primal fear episode. Nurse. Um, well, not yeah. not a very sexy movie. Primal fear? No, not really. <laughs> unless you're into schoolboys <laughs> and <laughs> graphic murder scenes. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so uh, we haven't done this for a minute because life has gotten stupid busy. I hate being. What's busy. been going on? Well, I got another job. I think every time we do this podcast, <laughs> I just pop up with a new job. You kind of do, yeah. But this one is with a very cool New York place. Place. <laughs> and it's exciting. Yeah, and it's exciting. Um, yeah, so that's cool. Um, I'm in a good mood today for the first time in, I think, 18 months. <laughs> so, And you're still in a good mood after going and being in line in Michael's and McDonald's. True. Yeah, I'm I'm in such a good mood that I did one craft. I craft I crocheted an advent calendar and I moved on to a second craft where I'm making a pom pom wreath and bought stuff for a third craft of making me an advent calendar because it turned out so cute. Hell yeah! So I'm doing like good. I don't want to say that word, but it's hard to come out of my mouth. Sarah knocked on wood really loudly. Thank you. But I'm doing good today. That sounded like um (laughs) like a foley artist knock yeah it did <laughs> or like we were like doing like a radio show and then she heard a knock the door slowly opened and then a cat <laughs> and then tim's and tool man taylor <laughs> um wow sarah but 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 sarah sarah but sarah how have you been um good um <laughs> let's see um the, the, the family sarah plain and tall sarah not plain and do you remember average height wasn't there a fire in that book i never read the, the book end? i just watched the movie uh-huh. um sarah <laughs> sarah short Glenn and close and extraordinary <laughs> um, and dazzling and sarah dazzling and short dazzling and a fairly average height that would be actually if, if more people would understand that i would like change my twitter to that that would be really good i think you should do it yeah i feel like not a lot of people will get it i posted the <laughs> the logan roy um yelling at 
Seth Galifianakis. <laughs> um, <laughs> and no one liked it. Aww. That's fine. But you know what people did like when I what? announced that I had Lyme disease? Oh, um, yes. <laughs> that was something that was fun. Um, I've had like weird stuff going on. And then uh, they did all these tests and they found out I have Lyme disease, which is like violating <laughs> boo boo i am going to find the li- the, the lime go to find the lime you get it from limes right <laughs> the tick that did that to her and i'm gonna tear I'm it gonna from the lime. i'm gonna put his head on a pike i'm gonna put her by the london bridge she's, set on fire. she's salivating um yeah really weird uh but i'm on meds and everything's going well I just like, it's like the holiday season and I just like can't have caffeine and a lot of sweet treats that I would like to have. I'm sorry I brought you a giant thing full of caffeine and then also a sweet treat. <laughs> no, it's- I'm like, trying to kill you. I'm trying to- <laughs> I want this podcast to myself. <laughs> All of the fortune and fame. <laughs> um, yeah, our listeners have been screaming, clamoring. Yeah, clamoring. Like, guys, when's the next episode coming? You guys, <laughs> guys, guys, talk to we us know more the holidays, about- but please. Early <gasps> aughts Richard Gear movie. Should we do a holiday gear? Uh, what, 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 what do we do? He doesn't have any doesn't Christmas have any Christmas movies. Wait, 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 wait. He's in one called... Oh, no, that's the... Th- I think he's in one called, like, The Three Christs. <laughs> Mess. More. And that is the true meaning of Christmas, Sarah. It's <laughs> Isn't the three that, like, Christs. a recent one? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, let me Google. Let me look at this up. I don't know why IMDb ever assumes I want any other Richard. <laughs> Stop. Richard Pryor. <laughs> it literally, he popped up before Richard Gere. Uh, Rude. Wine. Um... <laughs> okay. All right, we'll do something fun for the holidays. We we will. I don't know what it shall be. You can tell them about the holiday card I gave you. Oh, Speaking I can tell them. Sarah sent me in the mail even. <laughs> um a really wonderful holiday card which has a printout of it's our Instagram avatar. Is that a word people use or is that like a Tumblr word? Is our picture on Instagram. It's uh, Richard in Breathless, sitting shirtless with a sombrero on. And in his hands, she put <laughs> a bowl of her mom's Chex Mix. A bowl of my mom's Chex Mix and a box with a, a, a someone's yeah. head in it. <laughs> and a full-time job. And a full-time job. And you know what? We're like, we're, a, we're like closer. A, a quarter of the way there. Yeah. So... He's he's made his way into our holidays always. Ho ho gear. <laughs> That's pretty good, oh. right? Happy New Gear. <laughs> You're so much better at this stuff than I am, uh, man. Um, yeah. So we rich you, a <gasps> Sarah. <laughs> All right, quit your job and go professional. <laughs> and a Happy New Gear. Oh okay. my gosh, I didn't think it could get better, and it did. Okay, we watched Unfaithful from the year 2000 and 2000 and from the year 2002. Yes. Um this is also an it's like another French film remake. I think it's a loose adaptation, but like he loves to be in movies about French. Yep. We knew this was going to be a sexy film. We did and we opted to watch it together. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um yeah like uh, we yogi and you and i ate dinner together and then he was like what are you watching we're like unfaithful it's very steamy he's like oh, okay i guess i'll get out of here <laughs> girls, he knows girls only. girls only uh it was pretty erotic um at some part yeah it sure was okay uh, so well i think we're just gonna get into describing the plot of the movie which is what we normally yeah do. i don't know why i'm saying this like welcome if you're new here we don't have new <laughs> listeners we have our same three friends that listen to this but who we love and we uh, we worship you we love you thank you <laughs> we worship you right. um okay so it starts with weird unsettling opening credits things keep like a bike falls over <laughs> and it, it was not sexy we were like all we we're like this movie started and we've heard things that get sexy and it's like scary it like, like windy bl- and bleak yeah <laughs> and about one minute and 38 seconds into the movie <laughs> elise was eating a banana pudding cup thing and she got it all over herself and i said it's only a minute and 38 seconds in and you creamed yourself she did say that and then i said i banana creamed myself <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah okay so 
So we we get a snapshot of um, this family, and it's kind of like it's Diane Lane. Yeah, it's Richard Gere, mm-hmm. and it's that kid from Malcolm in the Middle. Yeah, and his name his uh yeah it's Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle, but his name is Charlie in this oh, movie. Good good memory. I did not remember that. I just looked it up. Oh, good job. Yeah, so <laughs> I have the plot honestly, open. it's like boring suburban life, but it's very nice. They like, live in Westchester the, County, New York. Yeah, so that's nice. And the kid could be less cute. Like he's not. He's pretty yeah. cute. He's like not in the movie too much, so he's not too annoying. Yeah. Uh, and Richard is like a doting. They're like in love. Handsome <laughs> yeah. husband. He okay. I I have clips. I went crazy with the clips again. <laughs> You've already heard most of them because I texted them to you today. <laughs> but I won't like the kid is like making fart noises with his um, armpit. And this is Richard's response to it. Spectacular. Kiddo. And I want <laughs> I want to just play that all the time as words of affirmation to me. is just always spectacular. Kiddo. Hey, how do I look today? Spectacular. Kiddo. Spectacular. Kiddo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what? Listen, Richard, here listen to this podcast. Do you know what he said about it? He loves it. Wow. I can't believe that uh, he left that voicemail for you. Yeah, it was really nice of him. And then he was also like... Spectacular, kiddo. So, thanks, Richard. <laughs> um, thanks for the feedback. <laughs> so, uh, he's in dad mode. Hey, Richard. How? <laughs> what's the weather like today? Should I wear a scarf? Cool. Very cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, I should probably put on a scarf. Oh, it's too enjoyable to do this. Um, So they, okay, her name is Constance. His name is Ed, Edward. Again, he was Edward in um, Pretty Woman. And the kid's name is, it doesn't matter. Oh, Charlie. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, he's in dad mode. He's like, he's wearing a sweater inside out. It's just like, he's just like, just a middle-aged dude. And he's, but he is very um, present, present. And she also is like, she's like looking out the window a little bit wistfully, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not like a case of I'm unhappy. My husband's awful. My kid's yeah. awful. It's like, she's got one kid. She's not that overwhelmed. She spends her yeah. time like doing charity stuff and like, yeah, you know, and she's going to the city. We think to get birthday decorations, which like, it's insane to me. Like to drive an hour into like downtown into Soho. Soho. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of crazy. So she and so there's like this crazy windy day, the yeah. likes of which I have never seen in <laughs> and, this state. No, in the world, truly, like the wind had no. It was going every single direction, which is not <laughs> yeah. something that happened. It was only affecting it's like them, knocking people over. There have been a couple times here where I literally am pushed by the wind, yeah, which is always true. very scary. It also makes me like, I guess I'm so skinny and delicate. <laughs> oh, wow. The wind just picked me up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> but this keeps happening to her. So she, yeah. as she's like running around the streets in New York, getting blown over, mm-hmm. she gets blown into she a drops, man carrying she, a bunch of she books. She has oh he has the books. Okay, yeah, yeah. He has like a huge stack of books. She runs into him, drops all his books, and she drops all of her decorations. She falls down and like completely like scrapes like gouges her yeah. her knee really yeah. bad. So he's like, Listen, we're in front of my apartment. Why don't you just come upstairs and I'll like clean that up for you? And she's like, No, yeah. and then she does. Yeah, because he was like she thought he was kinda cute. I don't think he's cute. Um he, he's French also. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> um that's a thing people find very sexy so you know whatever yeah um, so um his name's paul his name's paul which does not sound very french to me yeah he's just like coming on to her yeah. the whole time but like not in a way that she could be like excuse me sir he's just kind yeah. of flirtatious and he like his apartment is huge and covered so in books big. yeah covered in books i guess he's a bookseller we didn't no. really notice no. like we couldn't figure that out till someone mm-hmm. said it at the end but um, he like before she leaves, he makes her take a book. Yeah, which is like, does he do this? Does he just have books with his? Because later on, well, yeah, later on she finds his number in there. It's like, did he just like, did he just like leave his number in all these books? Yeah, like in he, hopes. Th- I everything he was doing, I would have taken as like a threat on my life rather than flirting. Like, yeah, he like stands with his arm against the doorway so she yeah. can't move or second. And I would have been like, he's gonna <laughs> kill me. Yeah. But she, like, knows he's just flirting with her, but I would never assume that. I no. would assume murder first. Yep. <laughs> Always assume murder Always. first. Um, and so, yeah, she's kind of, like, uncomfortable with his advances. But, but like, she, yeah, and then she goes home. Yeah. To her slightly annoying kid who has 
Oh, yeah. He wants to take a picture of her wound, and that's when the Taz, oh, Tasmanian devil Polaroid which... camera makes its debut. <laughs> yes. This camera now costs like seven or $800. It's $800. Sarah looked it up. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, oh so fun. Gosh. What a fun time. She like puts the book on a shelf, the one that he gave her, mm-hmm. and she like put it. I was like, how did she put that book on a shelf so sexily? Yeah. Like, I didn't know that was possible. Like All I do all day long is put books on shelves, <laughs> and I do not do it like that. I'm going to start doing that. <laughs> I don't just do like anything sexually not one thing in my life i don't there's no no movement i can make that's not true just blummering blumbering bumbling i shouldn't feel that i don't need to fill that in for you (laughs) do you mean bumbling sarah do you mean bumbling fool (laughs) um okay so she finds his number in the book and Oh, yeah. Also, uh, right before that, um, Richard Gere has this, like, video camera that he, like, you know, one of those, like, early 2000s video cameras. That's when he, so he's like, stay across the room. I want to, like, test out the zoom. And that's when he says. Cool. Very cool. Um, And he's just, like, filming her. And he just keeps being like, you're so pretty. Like, look. And then they kind of, like, start to get a little. And then Mm -hmm. the kid cries. And he's like, I'll take care of it. Which is, like, it's not a baby. That kid's, like, eight years old. So he could have been. Like, why is the. I mean, I guess you still have to take care of your kids. (laughs) They're eight. Nope. (laughs) Fully independent. Boarding school. Um, So, again, it's like, no, they have a good, like, healthy sexual relation. Like, it's not like they're married and they don't even have sex anymore. Because I totally expected when they started. I knew it was a movie about a woman who has an affair. Yeah. 100% 100% expected him to either be like kind of a jerk or like super boring or like not interested in sex or any of those things and he wasn't any of that I mean he was no. like kind of boring but just in the way we're like I'm boring you know just like yeah. a nice comfortable this yeah. is our life together and we don't have to try to be interesting to each other right like, right I just had a lot of diet coke so I feel a little manic <laughs> right now so I'm sorry please stop me if I go on no too many monologues <laughs> um yeah, so um yeah, so it sets up the characters pretty well, I feel like. Yes. Um so she ends up calling the number and she waits till she's in New York. She calls from from Grand okay. Central yeah. Station. And she heads over there and he starts flirting with her. Yes. Um and when do they dance? Um Is that then? I don't Or is this another time? I I don't know if I wrote down about the dancing. She I the next thing I have after she went over there and he comes on to her is that she goes and meets goes to Richard's or to what's his name Edward goes to Edward's work I think he works in the city mm-hmm. she goes there and she brings him like a sweater that she bought him yeah. and he's just like he like puts it on immediately yeah and he like and keeps is, it on he's busy but like he doesn't act he's, busy around her he's like, like delighted to see yeah. her and is like let's go get lunch he's just like I wrote he's kind of a doofy dad but it's very cute mm-hmm, and he's mm-hmm. so sweet and attentive to yeah. her I just kept being like. <laughs> yeah (laughs) yeah it's like it's just really uh, sweet it's like what when i picture like um a comfortable you know decades-long marriage like Mm -hmm. that's what you want that's like the ideal is it's like that just like that comfortable and still that much like into each other yeah attentive and stuff yeah yep um Mm -hmm. but at one point they dance they do dance and that's when they have sex Okay, so it's the next time. Yeah. So she, it just shows her she goes back to Frenchie's and she starts to leave. They're dancing. Then she's like, no, I need to leave. And then they have sex. And yeah. then there's this scene, where, which she's she's fantastic. She got nominated for an Oscar for this movie. And yeah. this scene, I feel like, is one of the best ones. Cause like, how do you act this out? Yeah. And she did it all in one take. And then they just intercut it. I oh, guess. really? So she's sitting on the train and getting flashbacks to these, like, to yeah. having sex with this guy. And she's simultaneously on the train, like, remembering it and being like yeah. i remember that and then also being like oh my like gosh being thrilled and being just like mortified mortified and then like sad yeah. and like shaking and kind of crying but also like giggling like she's, yeah it's really good it's yeah it's like it would be scary to be sitting next to it would person. be yeah but she like really yeah she really acted it out well um then she, but then she kind of like snaps out of it and runs to the train bathroom and like cleans herself off like yeah. gets some toilet paper and like scrubs or something. yeah yeah um so so then she she so she's been making all these charity excuses and she mentioned when she dropped off the sweater i think that like she ran into um she had a meeting with like this guy named bill or something um i don't remember like the charity and then and that's why that's how he started becoming a little bit suspicious because that's right edward then like 
um, talks to Bill. He's like, I wasn't at the charity thing. And so he's like, I was out of town. So then Edwards is starting to like, he doesn't know what's going on, but he's starting to kind of like look around and like, he sees that she's getting, this was like a really sad scene. Cause he sees like, she's getting ready mm-hmm. and she's like, these like new shoes and like her lingerie all laid out. And he's like, I'll go into the city with you. And she's like, Oh, I actually, she's just making all these excuses. And he's just like slowly, he's acting very well. In this movie he too. is. And he, he is, he's great. Slowly getting like more and more devastated. Cause he's another, realizing something is going on. This is another instance of he's in a movie where there's like Oscar nominated performances and he doesn't get one. And I think he deserves, if this is a movie, like, I felt this way about officer and gentlemen. If this is a movie where people are getting nominated for Oscars, he should have been on that list too. And I yeah. don't, cause he's great in this. But yeah. yeah, he, and then he asks her if he, she like do you love me <laughs> and it's so sad and she's sad she's like of course i love you why did you ask me and then yeah. this is what he says i'm, I'm, I'm just feeling silly <laughs> he's just in a silly goofy mood um <laughs> so he's starting to get more suspicious and then she's like as she's making this excuse she's like oh i have a salon appointment mm-hmm. and he's like okay and then so they're both in the city and he calls a salon and they're like no she it, or the salon doesn't exist or she doesn't have an appointment um she doesn't have an appointment she doesn't have an appointment yeah. yeah um because and she's just been gallivanting with yeah paul before that happens there's a couple of things that i have written down yeah. one is that there's like a montage of sexy moments with paul and yeah. then like very cute moments with with richard yeah. edward where it's like it's still again it's not even like it's just like boring family stuff with them they're like you know tickling each other and like giggling on the mm-hmm. grass and like it's like she's she's having her cake and she's eating it too she's munching (laughs) on it as well um also she um paul like draws something on her belt like right between like yeah on her how do i describe this area it's like (laughs) right above the top of her thigh yeah i guess on her pelvis yeah like right there her pubic bone her pubic area (laughs) he draws like a i don't know a heart it's like it's like a dumb 90s heart yeah like and she forgets about it. She goes home. She takes a bath. She's in the bath and she sees it and is like scrubbing at it. And then like Edward comes in the room. He's like, the room for two of us left up. And he like comes in the bath with her and she mostly got it off. But yeah. she's just like, you know, he just is trying to like initiate something and yeah. being romantic. And she's, and she's like, I'm cold. I'm cold. And she leaves and he's just like in a tub. I'm sadly. Also, Sarah had said that he was done with shirtless, but he took off his shirt. So Sarah was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I, I, and we, I admit and it. we made the remark that he has wonderful arms and shoulders still. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Good job, Richard. Good job, Richard. <laughs> um, so at this point, I think is when he calls a private investigator, right? Yeah, because also, well, first, I mean, I guess this isn't important, but I'm going to say it anyway. Connie runs into her friends. Yes. Uh, like in Soho, and they're like, Connie, what are you doing here? Let's go to lunch. She was like on her way to go see Paul. So she's like, okay. So she goes and she calls Paul from the cafe and she's like, this is the cafe I'm out with my friends. He comes over. She's eating lunch with her friends, who's the mom. She didn't friend. ask him to come. She was just like, can you believe I'm just around the corner from you? Yeah. But like. Here's maybe. where I am. Yeah. Specifically. Right. Her friends are Meredith Gray's mom from Gray's Anatomy <laughs> and Blair Waldorf's mom from Gossip Girl. Just a couple and, moms. And they're just keeping like, look at you. Like, how is your butt still so high up? Yeah. Why are you so hot? Which by the she is. She's, she's, she's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. She's so pretty. And her hair is so thick. I'm so jealous of it. My hair falls out, thinning every day. Um, Leaving a trail. Just a trail of my DNA across this great land of ours. And so she goes to the bathroom and her... And, oh, before she goes to the bathroom, though, Paul walks in. And her friends are and like, he's like at the bar. Hubba, hubba, take yeah. that little friend. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I hardly knows him. And then, my throat. <laughs> and then... Um, she goes to the bathroom. She goes to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. And they do it in the bathroom. Things get done in the bathroom. Yeah, things get done in the bathroom. She comes back out, obviously flushed. She didn't and, even like, try to fix her hair. No. She has sex hair to the nth degree. And they're like, we were just talking about that hot oh, French man or over there. And she's like, who? Oh. And like... Ugh, okay. she loves it i yeah. mean that would that would be yeah a good feeling yeah and then she finds out that like her friend is talking she's like i would right. do that but like it's not worth it like and she had an affair and it like ruins her whole she's life. like it's fun at first but it also one day it's not fun and the cost is not worth it it ruins everything and that kind of yeah. makes her be like <laughs> so she's like, like she huh. knows the whole time yeah. she knows and she feels guilty about it but she's very much yeah. like oh there's a really real reminder of that um so then edward hires a private investigator yes because sorry one more thing yeah. when uh, there's another time where uh connie con what's her name connie, I think 
funny. She's at a rest. She just goes out to eat with Paul and they're like all over each other. And one of Richard's coworkers sees her mm-hmm. and he and Richard get in a fight and he's like, well, you should look for your own family. I saw your what? So then Edward yeah. is really like, okay, all right, I should figure I out should what's, maybe going see what's going on. And so he hires, as Sarah said, a PI. And the PI shows Richard pictures of them together out in public and like, they had they had sex at a movie theater, which is disgusting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the the pictures of them are outside um, the movie theater, and this broke my heart. This this was his yeah. like this is the only thing he said. That looking you at the pictures. pictures. <laughs> the only thing that he said when they were looking at the pictures was. Just like so sad, like <laughs> the seagulls. They, yeah, the, so you could hear the seagulls more. You could see it. So if you couldn't hear that, he was said they go to the movies, which yeah. is it's like a heartbreaking thing it's yeah. like oh it's not just a sex thing it's like i'm her movie guy she yeah. goes to the movies with him like <laughs> he's so sad in this movie yeah. we were thinking about not being able to record for like a while so i was like i might have to rewatch it to refresh my memory and then i was like i don't want to rewatch it's it. so sad he's so sad um but she so when they have the theater sex they she forgets her kid at school she like they go back to his apartment and, and like, she falls asleep and like she forgets her kid at school and that it's kind of like a wake-up call for her and yeah. she like basically like then turns around no the next day i think she like is driving to the grocery store and like or something she's got groceries and all of a sudden she like makes a u-turn and starts driving into the city because she's like i'm gonna end it right there yeah. is a moment where that she's like before when she's like contemplating all this when she was late to pick up the kid i think that was one of her like come to jesus moment uh-huh. like i can't do this anymore it's interfering with my child and she's like sitting there crying and then her kid pops into the room and then she says this is the scariest witch voice oh yeah you're supposed to be in bed <laughs> you're supposed to be in bed you're supposed to be in bed and it's like such a weird thing so it's like it was like so silent like it's so, and then it's just like so emotional you're supposed to be in bed you're supposed to be in bed yeah <laughs> um so she drives to Paul's to like cut things off um oh, right i forgot about a lot of this we watched this like a week she ago. sees him with another woman another woman so it's not even just her and yeah. she's like devastated and so mad and so she follows them, them like peeks at them through uh, the bookshelves at a bookstore yeah and then she goes into his house and she uh the woman leaves it's just paul and she yeah. confronts him and he she's like super mad and yeah. like yelling but they end up having sex in like, the stairwell in the stairwell and it's yeah intense. yeah it was a little intense and then she leaves but like richard gear <laughs> richard tiffany gear yeah. edward walks up to the outside of the apartment he walks so it's like a shot from far away or you see the exterior of the apartment he walks up and he like sees it and is just like upset walks away yeah connie runs out of the apartment and then he comes back like he yeah. just barely, barely missed, missed her, her. Yeah. Um. And so he goes and he knocks on Paul's door. Uh, he's just kind of like bewildered. Like yeah. you can just tell like, he just like doesn't he he doesn't know why he's there. He sees Paul. I record. I got a clip of this. <laughs> Where is it? Okay. So Paul opens the door. Yes. You're Paul Mata. Yes. Mata. How old are you? Again, he's just like, oh, like he's just devastated. like devastated. Every little thing that surprises yeah. him is like in the worst possible way. And so he's just acting very, asking very direct questions, and like Paul's answering, and like you can tell Paul's like a little bit like unnerved, like he's like kind of like looking at like a knife in case he needs like self defense. Yeah, but but you don't get the sense he, that like Richard's there to like. He's harm not him. even angry. He's just like confused yeah. and so upset. And then he walks over and oh. sees this snow globe that we had seen before they have like a snow globe collection <laughs> and it's like she gave paul their snow globe and he sees it and is just completely sickened by it. you can like yeah. it looks like he's gonna throw up he's like he's like I, I don't feel well i don't feel good and like he's like sweating and like kind of dizzy and he sits down on the bed and he's just like i don't feel i don't feel good i don't feel good yeah we didn't know what was coming <laughs> i don't think he knew what was coming yeah and then so paul's like uh do you mean to call a doctor and then he just stands up grabs takes that snow globe mm-hmm. and smashes paul's head like a couple twice. times and, and then it's just kind of like wait did i just do that and then paul is like did you just freaking do that and, and just, then like, like all this blood starts just like pouring oh. so much blood and then paul falls down dead paul's dead yeah like <laughs> it was pretty unexpected and brutal because if we i thought he was gonna puke i was like yeah. this is so embarrassing like i thought it was gonna, like 
poop his pants on yeah. the <laughs> like because you just feel bad for him yeah. the whole time and it's like oh again like i feel so bad but you're yeah. gonna throw up in front like that's not cool yeah. and then he kills him yeah so like now the movie has changed things have changed it's not so sexy anymore <laughs> yeah so he what do you, like i don't know what i would do in this situation but he starts cleaning it up he's like scrubbing as the floors gets like wraps paul up in a rug mm-hmm. um connie calls as he's doing all this and leaves a voicemail or what's it is it a, was it a voicemail answering machine message yeah it was Are a those voicemail different things uh what's the difference? i guess it was a message on the machine what's a what's a i guess it's we call it voicemail now because it's connected to your phone but like this was a separate machine yeah so she leaves a message on the answering anyway machine. yeah i'm not i don't care and she's to, like, like it's Google over it. I'm done. Yeah, she breaks up with yeah. Paul and Richard's just like, oh, <laughs> they would have been over, you know, just yeah. so sad. Um, and so there's like a harsh cut from Connie is at her kid's school mm-hmm. and he's, there's a play. It's like a cute kid's play. She's watching it. And then it just like harsh cut to Richard gear, dragging a body <laughs> across yeah. a room. Yep. Um, and he puts it in the carpet and he drags it onto this like weird interior, like loft elevator he has, which then gets stuck, which like, what a perfect, like panic already for being stuck in an elevator panic for the panic of being stuck in an elevator with a dead body that you created. And then he just carries the body out the door. There's people walking by, you know, I was thinking when I was walking up to your house yesterday, I passed this restaurant that had a bunch of rolled up rugs, um, in their outdoor seating area. Uh I was like. I don't give it a second thought. Yeah. I don't I, think I would give a second thought if I saw someone. But I want to know. He, Paul was a pretty big guy. Yeah. And he was lugging it like there's something in this rug. And a guy offered to help him put it in his trunk for him. He's like, do you need help with that? And he's like, but no. Richard's strong. You like, you're, you, Richard's strong. He deadlifted conservatively like 150 at least. Yeah. Like, um, of dead weight. Just like, yeah literally dead carrying it like i was like all right i don't know if that's how realistic that is but yeah and it it definitely was like that seems smaller like i feel like oh we didn't mention also that they like dyed his hair in this movie oh yeah he has kind of their (laughs) kids are redhead and he he has like brownish reddish hair no he's not gray haired so yeah he also said that he's like we've been married for 11 years and we're like like, that's not even like barely a decade yeah that's not not that impressive says me my longest (laughs) relationship three months i'm like what's 11 years um okay so he goes to to the play with this car he drives a mercedes he's he's cleaning again by the way another mercedes yeah Yeah, he totally cleaned the apartment scrubbed everything and i guess he did a good job turns out i thought for sure i'm like he left a fingerprint Uh -uh. no um so he goes to this to the play and in the school bathroom frantically scrubbing himself he has an extra shirt Mm -hmm. he like keeps finding blood on him just being like (laughs) yeah cleaning up but then he goes and he sits down and watches the play and at first he's panicky but then like he i keep burping he and connie <laughs> are like oh our kid's so cute and, and she's he, like she's like very like cozing up to him yeah like, and like he's like wow normal. what a good like yeah. it's just like you no know, he's like oh she this is like oh, what i wanted yeah <laughs> yeah and so then they go to leave <laughs> and Another as they go to leave moment. somebody rams into the back of their car and the trunk pops open and his pan is so panicky but like trying so hard not to be like he's like it's fine there's a dead body it's fine we have to go and like the guy knows him like it's like another parent you yeah know? and he's like no no no. let me like let's call the insurance company he's like no it's fine it's fine and just like keeps yeah. pushing on the trunk till it closes so then it shows him um dumping the body right or did yeah. i miss something um yeah he dumps it later like in the middle like they all go to bed and then he like goes and dumps it later yeah he takes it to a landfill mm-hmm. which we were trying to figure out what we would do if we were getting rid of a body how would one do that and i think you were like body of water because mm-hmm. we live there's so much water around us yeah. seems like but you've got to get out there how you can't you? Yeah. you can't do it close to shore it'll wash in i don't have a boat yeah. i don't know how to get a boat i don't know i can't I, just like take know. the ferry I'm glad I don't have to think about it. <laughs> I do have to think about it. I would just somebody. dump it over the balcony and then like they could probably figure out from where it <laughs> fell though. <laughs> just like a direct line up to your balcony. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, okay. So then. Oh, another sad question. He yeah. goes home and he just says to Connie, do you like it here? Oh, <laughs> She's yeah. Like, because paul said that connie told him that she missed her life in the city oh that's right so yeah. he's like we can move back to the city we don't have to live yeah. in the suburbs she's like i like the yeah. suburbs yeah um so the detectives come yes um and they like share that like 
Paul's wife has reported him missing. Yes, and Connie's like, his uh-huh. his what now? So do you yeah. think that woman was his wife? No, 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 because they're separated. Yeah. So that was just another yeah. another girl. Um, and she's like, I don't know him, and they kind of leave, but then they come back. Like, they definitely seem to know. Yeah, I think they found her phone number. Oh, they found her name and phone number written down in his apartment. So they're like, your name's in there, and she's like, oh, I bought books from him, but yeah. that's it. And they're like, okay, yeah. and I think they believe her. I think they're a little bit like, yeah. hmm. But they leave. And then the garbage man finds the body. Yeah. In the landfill. Oh, boy. So the police. Oh, and then there's like a Thanksgiving. So I think I was like, this is technically a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they have like a happy Thanksgiving. They're mm-hmm. like carving the turkey, giving yeah. speeches, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, but then the we know what's coming. Back. Bad things are coming. Because yeah. the police come back and they're so suspicious of her. And she lies. Um, and so she much. says that she met Paul at a fundraiser. Yeah. And like Edward's like, yeah, they met or whatever. He like yeah, kind of like. he sticks up for her. And yeah. she's like, well. Yeah. Like, and yeah, I think she became suspicious then. Yeah, because it's, he, she's like, he has no reason to yeah. do that. Anyways, then she is like going, doing the dry cleaning. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Paul's jacket. No, not Paul's jacket. Richard's jacket. And she finds the PI photos yeah. and immediately is like oh shit my husband killed my boyfriend yeah oh my gosh yeah and she finds the snow globe and then she goes home and finds a snow globe which she knows should not be in their house because she gave it to her boyfriend which is just the weirdest weirdest yeah it's like sociopathic thing to do diana she does a really good job of still somehow you don't hate her even though yeah like in lots of ways i i would normally Uh like she's a very likable actress she's she does a really good job but the that snow globe thing is the thing that makes me be like yeah i have no remorse for you yeah yeah Yeah. um so then richard walks in and is like sees her with the snow globe very scary silhouette and like Mm -hmm. of course (laughs) he's not gonna kill her he is not that kind of person (laughs) yeah but like it is just like but doesn't he say that he wanted to scary second i don't remember does he say that i don't know maybe he didn't i'm sure he felt angry yeah he didn't seem angry he just mostly seemed completely yeah. crushed but they have like a confrontation where it is like a little bit angry but then their kid pees himself <laughs> dumb baby. saved by the pee <laughs> um and then just the next scene is like another happy fa- like like oh Oh, we got a bingo thing. Richard is playing the piano in their house. Yes. And their son is playing with yes. him. And it's cute. I yeah. love, I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before, dad mode. I love dad mode. He, he has big dad it's mode It's very energy. good. Yeah. And as they're doing that, Diane's just like sitting and looking at the snow globe that her husband used to murder her boyfriend. And she like opens it up and there's like a little envelope inside that's like, don't open till our 25th anniversary. And it's like a picture. Do you remember what the picture was? It's like of them with like the baby. That's right. And so then she goes and she burns yeah. those PI photographs. And yeah. so all they have, I mean, probably PI has them. I'm yeah. sure he has copies, but yeah. Um, so she burns those photos and that's her choosing. You know what? I'm going to stick with this. <laughs> Which is insane. Man. Uh, <laughs> um, so she, let's see. Oh, I wrote she has an alternate world vision where she never gets involved with Paul. I don't remember that. <laughs> Did I make this up? Maybe there's like a weird. Did you have an alternate world version where she never like, gets involved? I don't want this to happen to them. I think maybe she just like is daydreaming, and there's yeah. a part where she runs into yes, Paul no, that's with the true. books, yes, and yes. he invites her upstairs, and, and she's, she's like, like no, no thanks. and then she and never then, yeah. goes upstairs. Yeah, yeah. that did, that did happen. Yeah, that did happen. I remember, or we had a shared delusion. Um, and so, then. So it seems like they're just yeah like they like go to a party together and they're dancing and like kind of like getting saucy at a party. Yeah. There's a lot of people around, but they just seem like clearly this has brought them together. Uh-huh. They're very close, they're tight, and I'm like, cool, go, live your mm-hmm. life, get away with it. And they're they're like driving and they stop at a red light and they're talking about like maybe we could just like he's like maybe I should turn myself in. And she's like, no, 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 no. Like at one point she said that. Mm-hmm. And then there's this scene in the car where they're talking and I just thought it was another day of them talking about stuff. And she's like, maybe we should like go somewhere and we can like, you know, just we leave start the country. New lives, and yeah. this is his response to that. <laughs> I feel like you listen to that one a lot. <laughs> Senorita. Senorita. Um, and they're just like kind of laughing and she's like, we can get through this. We can get through this. Yeah. But then as they're sitting there, 
the light you can see the color of the light turns from red to green and they're still just sitting there and it's like that's weird and then it pans out and actually where they're sitting is parked in front of a police station and he's gonna go turn himself he's in. gonna turn himself in and then it, and then that's the movie the movie's over and sarah sarah do you want to share a little oh, fun fact about this police station oh, maybe you guys <laughs> I saw this scene and I was like, "Oh, this!" And and to be fair, the credits roll over this scene. So it sits as well. there for a minute. So it sits there for a minute. So we're just staring at it, being like. <laughs> but I was like, "That looks like this one place in." Pe- oh my gosh! No, it starts with the P. Poughkeepsie? No. Peekskill. Peekskill, a place I've been twice, and I was like, "It looks like this one building there." And we, Elise looked it up. She found the address of where that was shot. And I looked it up on Google Maps. And it is the same place. She saw this police station. Rain Man over here was like, I know yeah. where that police station is. And it's is. not a police station in real life. It's like an antique store. It was extreme. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's an antique store. It's like a wine thing. I, I'm not quite sure. It's extremely impressive. And do you know what I have to say to that? Spectacular, kiddo. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Thank you. But call me. Thank you. <laughs> I mouthed it to her. You can probably hear on the microphone because I have no demure. I knew abilities. what you meant, though. Yeah, uh, I've thought about this so much. She's I'm, she's really proud, listen, and she should be. I'm proud. Of I her. I do I do I, geography and landmarks are like you're good. You're very good at geography. You thank can you. you can know thank you know you. where the states are. I'm okay. I know where maybe eleven states are. No, you know where more are than that. Maybe twenty states. We yeah, got, we got we got I, fix that. <laughs> I know the East Coast a little better now that I live here yeah. and I've been to some of those states. But truly, and for anything in between, forget about it. Like I, I know the coasts. I don't know the bottom coast. No, I I don't know the top coast. I mean, we don't have a top coast. But like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> I don't know geography. But yeah, I I had a map that I, I obsessed with as a kid a map puzzle where you have to like Cute. put in each state oh that's such a and good and that's i think that, that that's if my if my cold withered dusty womb ever <laughs> pops a child out <laughs> that's it wow um i will so many sound effects on this episode <laughs> <laughs> this is my i'm actually auditioning to be a DJ. Ooga, ooga. I, i'm auditioning to be a dj and this is actually my audition tape <laughs> DJ in the morning. Gosh. I'm, I'm just feeling so. <laughs> you have them so fast. Um, okay. Wow. So, so that's, that's the movie. The movie, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the movie. I liked it. You know, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. I mean, yeah, me too. I definitely didn't think. I thought that I don't know, and when you hear about this movie and you hear that it's so sexual, mm-hmm. you definitely assume that Richard Gere is going to be sexual in it, and he's not. He tries to be. <laughs> it doesn't work out for him. Yeah. Um, I have like some kind of trivia, but also mostly just like, of course, quotes from reviews because that's what I do. All right, share them away. Well, here's a tr- here's my own trivia. Also. I never, I forget that I have asthma until I listen back to recordings of this podcast and the wheezing that I do with every breath I take. I'm like that penguin from Toy Story. Like, wheezy. <laughs> so sorry, listeners. She's down. I need my inhaler. Do you need it? You know, I, I do. <laughs> I, don't, oh. I don't have it with me. Never mind. Oh, no. Wait. Take me to the hospital. <laughs> Are you going to be okay? No, I'm fine. I'll drive you home tonight. <sighs> okay, so. <laughs> oh, no. A nerdy eight-year-old. You're out of breath. <laughs> talking Bad. about Richard Gere. <laughs> okay, stop, Elise. You're going to give yourself an asthma attack. Yeah, don't okay. do that. So this is an, uh, from San Francisco Gate. I don't know. A newspaper. Oh, SF Gate? Yeah. I, 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 sometimes articles pop up. <laughs> You're like, my dad owns that newspaper. Oh, the, my father. I can get you in touch with the writer. <laughs> okay, he says that Diane Lane and Richard Gere's performances go to a place of complete emotional nakedness. Uh. He also says this, which I think is an issue you and I at first took with the movie, but then I think we just, it's foggy outside. Mm-hmm. Empire State Building disappeared. Mm-hmm. Sarah has a view of the Empire State <laughs> Building from her apartment, guys. Can you believe? If you time it right, 
Well, not if you time it right. If you sit right, you can poop and look at the Empire State Building. If you time it right, <laughs> you, you can to poop it right. off the balcony yeah. and hit somebody on the head. <laughs> you can. She's killed four people that way. <laughs> um, I think that we... So this is the quote. In American movies, women almost never enter into a sexual... I'm talking like a robot. <laughs> the words and the tone are so different. Like the TikTok. Like, In American uh, movies. Yeah. <laughs> In American movies, women almost never enter into sexual affairs for purely carnal reasons, at least not without being evil or crazy. That's Unfaithful true. breaks that mold. And that is a good point. And that is, I mean, I don't know if it's like applause worthy, but it's. That is a good point. It's different. And it's nice to have her get the chance to do that. Like she doesn't have a good reason for it, but it's like she's not. It's just like purely lust. And she doesn't get murdered at the end. Like it's yeah. just get punished for it. I mean, she. But she, she just does. has consequences, yeah. like yeah. like normal consequences. Because yeah. what she does is bad. Yeah. But it is kind of nice. Like it, it's like I like I said before. I went into the movie expecting him to be a shitty husband, mm-hmm. and it like completely subverted my expectations. So that's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the same article says if the movie allows Lane to give her best performance today, it also provides Gear with a chance to prove he can do more than play a middle aged smoothie. They are so hard on him. Middle aged smoothie is a very funny term. I just yeah. think of like an old smoothie. I'll have a middle aged well, smoothie. <laughs> I'm gonna say that like next time I want a medium, like smoothie. Middle aged. <laughs> can I get a super old smoothie? <laughs> super old. I just want a middle aged one. A baby. Um, it says he has one scene in particular that's make or break, not just for the role but for the movie in which the husband goes to the young man's apartment. Gear plays it expertly. If it were on video, it would be something to play over and over again. I mean, I guess they, they watched okay, this when yeah. they saw it in the movie theater. <laughs> For the ways in which Gear never gets ahead of himself, but rather operates from moment to moment. Yeah. This is seriously good screen acting. It's very good. Yeah. He's great. Um, this is from an interview they did with Diane Lane in the Los Angeles Ch- Times. Chimes. Mm-hmm. And she said, I just think that in life, affairs have no justification. And that's what I found refreshing about the concept of this film. Usually philandering is the male domain. And for a woman to do it, she'd better have a checklist of excuses in most screenplays. Mm. But it doesn't work that way in real life. And this film shows that people harm their own lives by this type of rash behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I like that's that. Nice. I didn't. Yeah, that's that's su- such a good point. Apparently, this is some trivia. There was um, a line that was supposed to be at the very end because I guess the studio, which is 20th Century Fox, which doesn't even exist anymore. Oh wow! Disney bought them. It's so weird. Disney. Anyways, what am I doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> so they were really uncomfortable with the ending and how it just kind of like hangs mm-hmm. in the air that he's gonna go to jail, but also it doesn't tie it up with a bow. They didn't like that. And it also, oh, but it says that they didn't like the ending because it left crimes unpunished. So I guess they wanted him to be like, I turned myself in. So anyways, they wanted, they imposed like some, they they wanted there to be this final line that was said. This doesn't say what the line is, Mm. but it was supposed to just kind of tie it up. And they said it was really jarring and like very Hollywood and bad. And Diane Lane says, oh, but Richard was furious. Uh Furious. Who put this in there? He was pointing at these cowering executives and they were pointing at each other. It was him. (laughs) Ultimately, Gears wrath and the reaction of test audiences forced Fox to concede. Wow. (laughs) Like, says barely a fortnight before the U.S. release, which is like, what, two weeks? Wow. Why did they say fortnight? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, it's the Guardian. Okay. They're British. They're allowed to. Yeah. Um, This is from an interview with Richard. Nope, Diane. This is... I don't know. (laughs) I didn't put the context. I'm pretty sure it's with Diane. She says that when they all read the script, they thought that the biggest crime was the betrayal of trust, was the bigger crime than the murder. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is interesting. I mean, it's what causes that, but that is... is, Because the the question the interviewer asked was, what do you consider the greatest crime in the film? And she said the betrayal of trust more than the murder. (laughs) Okay. Um, Which... I I guess, like... I mean, if you look at it, like, Richard, I don't think he meant to. Like, I think yeah. he has a case to, like, plead, you know, as, like, <sighs> temporary insanity, <laughs> you know? And, like, hers, I, anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Hers was more um planned out and, like, premeditated, I guess. Yeah. And more, like, there's no reason for it. So more, yeah. like, kind of unforgivable. Uh-huh. Like, we kind of are, like... I mean, you're so but sad. It's definitely you worse had to, to kill him. Yeah, <laughs> but it's definitely worse to kill someone. I just want to go on record. <laughs> <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I 
Yes. And I would never kill a person. Um, and never have. <laughs> I wish I could remember who this interview was with, but whoever it was, either Richard Gere or Diane Lane, um, says that there's something perversely romantic about what Gere's character does. You could see it as a fight for love in some really primitive animalistic way. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of true. It is. Yeah. Um, the Hartford Courant, which I think is Hartford, Connecticut, newspaper said that gear is bland, but not un- but not obtrusive as the cuckold, which I thought you'd appreciate because cuck is your favorite word. It is my favorite word. I don't think he's bland. I think he's really good. The same review cuck. also says that Diane Lane makes the most of her subtly voluptuous face, which is just a stupid thing to say. What? Her suddenly voluptuous face? Subtly. Oh, okay. I was like, suddenly? <laughs> um jay lowe apparently was like up for the diane lane role wow which is funny because richard Gere and jay lowe were in save save last something shall we dance shall we dance (laughs) save the last because like that makes my brain explode thinking of richard Gere and jay lowe in the same frame and then i'm like wait it's gonna happen what's gonna happen um this movie would not have been good no Uh, jay lowe is not a great actress this is what jay lowe said about this though (laughs) sorry no go ahead there was a movie called Unfaithful, and it was offered to me, and the script for me wasn't all the way there. I should have known that Adrian Lynn, the director, was going to kill it, but I didn't. And then Diane Lane was nominated for an Academy Award, and it, she says, Diane Lane was so perfect for it, and it was obviously meant to be her, but when I think about... Hey, stop freezing. I need to see the rest of this quote. <laughs> she says, but when I think about that, I want to literally, like, shoot my toe off. <laughs> That's what J-Lo said. She's very jealous Wow. that Diane Lane won an Oscar for well, the role that she was J-Lo in. wouldn't have won an Oscar for this. I don't think she would have. Like, the movies that she's in around that time, like, she's she's such a... You, Gigli. This is, like, yeah, made in Manhattan. Yeah. Like, she... Uh, like, not... I don't think many people could have done this role. Because... Yeah. I mean, maybe like Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Nicole, honestly, Nicole Kidman can do basically yeah. any role if you ask me. So, like, I but like it just requires she like really good in this. Yeah, good casting. Yeah, we tried to cast. Oh my god, who, we were like, okay, if we were they were doing a remake of this movie. We landed on. Yeah. Okay. If we were doing a re- Sarah <laughs> yeah. asked if we were doing a remake of this movie, who would you cast as like the French, like the hot young French mm-hmm. lover? And we had the hardest time. Like we just kept being like timothy chalamet but not him because he's too skinny yeah. he looks like he's 16 but also him he was we the only person not, forever and then we kept naming people that were connected to him <laughs> yeah, army only. she said army hammer <laughs> and like, then we landed on oscar isaac oscar who isaac. also is connected to he's, him he's, he's much older but yeah he is yeah. also in dune but yeah. i think he would he would work yeah, he work. He I mean, he worked. Work. Work. oscar isaac would work oh, yeah. um <laughs> sorry i have more things to say okay this is definitely Richard Gere talking. So these are some things that he was talking about, like why he wanted to make this movie and the questions are brought up that were interesting. So he said, are relationships like sharks and do you have to keep them in motion? Do you have to keep getting deeper and deeper water, getting into deeper and deeper water to make them alive? I think you do. That's what this couple finds out. Without giving the plot away, they're much closer at the end of the movie than they are at the beginning. They're much more revealed to each other, much less protecting. They're just wide open with each other. And I think that's the way you have to go. I don't think you have to go through what these people went through to get there. But for any of us to break through, it takes work and courage. And unfortunately, there is pain and growth. That's very insightful, Richard. I think that's very true. I think Richard is a really insightful guy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, I mean. That, I thought that was interesting. The yeah. whole, are relationships like sharks and do you have to keep them in motion? Also, that stresses me out, though, to be honest. Like, I don't want that. I want a boring relationship like the beginning of the movie without having to murder somebody at the end. Yeah, I think it, like, really, I think it mainly just, like, from, like, how I feel is, like, you just have to keep working on yourself and being open to sharing that and instead like, of like having to like figure out like ways to become deeper as a partnership okay and, i don't know and never close it off and just like be vulnerable with each other yes okay um uh the director made richard gear put on weight for this movie <laughs> well how um, do you know how he did that i don't know how he did that nobody told me um <laughs> So Diane Lane told a little anecdote about the Cotton Club. So we, you guys may remember yeah. Real Hopefully Fans. Real Fans remember. <laughs> real Fans were there. The movie, the Francis Ford Coppola movie, The Cotton Club. Diane Lane was in that with him. She was like 18 or something. Yeah. And her eyebrows were so skinny. <laughs> um, they were so little. So she says, um, 
they were doing a nude scene in the cotton club and he was nude and she said to richard they won't see you under he the was sh- nude in the cotton club well this is the thing she says they're doing their sex scene right yeah that sex scene was full of lace it like had like yeah. all the lace overlays and like it barely showed well, anything that's, okay so okay, she sorry. says they won't see you under the sheet put on some underwear and he said no it's okay i don't mind because she had to be naked i guess oh so so she, yeah so she told him that and she, he said no it's okay i don't mind and so they told Richard Gear that for this article, and it says Gear laughs when Lane's comments are read back to him. She would remember that he says. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> also I just like this. It says after completing a number of movies back to back, he's planning on taking some time off. His son has turned the actor into the ultimate yes man. When I'm with my boy, it's just a constant yes to whatever he needs. Yes, yes, yes. Aww, dad, mode. dad mode. Also, apparently, so this came out right after like 9-11 mm-hmm. and it says during last year's madison square garden rally for september 11 victims he was roundly booed for his anti-war stance that would be devastating that would be devastating they says he says there were more than a couple of boos that's for sure there was kind of a football or soccer mentality that was taking over the place and all the talk about freedom was very jingoistic to me i don't know what that means and it was losing sight of what real freedom is real freedom is rooted in forgiveness so there's that buddhism shining through and like those comments have aged well those comments have aged well there was like a longer thing about his feelings on yeah. war that i was like at least you don't need to read this on the unfaithful episode but i was like dude this has yeah. aged very well my last piece of trivia is yes. that diane lane herniated her neck during the kissing scene oh with gosh. oliver martinez wow she says we must have done like 50 takes so my neck finally went out what and That's this crazy. is this was recently this was when trumbo came is out that which when- was like last year and she says i'm still getting work done for that <laughs> jeez is that when because he when they have their first kiss she like goes to leave and then he like pulls her like oh pulls her and like they have like an aggressive kiss that i think that's it it's probably it must be it can't she herniated a disc gosh that's crazy crazy wow those were some good trivias thank you also here are my feelings i thought the movie was good and interesting i thought it was a little bit weird i think it just felt very 2002 in some Mm -hmm. ways like some of the filming stuff was weird all like the windy stuff was super weird yeah some of that was like very cheesy and unrealistic but a lot i thought a lot of the writing was pretty good and the acting was really spectacular yeah i think richard i was like richard is a good actor yeah today today we like him have you seen this photo of him before no <laughs> he looks photo this looks like a green screen okay Describe he's it. like very old he looks handsome though and he's just wearing like a pair of jeans and a jacket and he's standing in a vineyard yep just like half smiling at the camera is yeah. this his vineyard what I is feel this like it looks like something like like, like when you like with it? like it's like let's go do senior photos <laughs> it does look like a senior photo <laughs> but he's a senior man oh um okay should we do some uh bingo Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my Taz impression. This is a very Tasmanian devil episode. <laughs> a very Tasmanian Christmas. Oh, uh, Sarah texted me a picture of me podcasting. It's cute. Now I'm gonna take a picture of you podcasting. Nope. <laughs> so cute. I can't see your face. So your little your little derp thing didn't even work. Derp. Okay, um, My phone's being a real butthead. We were just praising you, phone. Yeah. <laughs> For like three years, Elise had a phone that like would hold a 20% charge most of the day. Well, like it would be like at 20%. It was very scary. It died constantly. And now I have a new phone and it doesn't do that. And it's really nice. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> okay. Um... So bingo, free space kiss. Yeah, they do kiss. Um, steal someone's girl. No, no, sir. He stole someone's life <laughs> for stealing his girl. He gets his girl stolen Aww. right out from under him. Shirt off. Yeah, yep. I yep. was wrong. You're wrong. Physical fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he well, him. he does bash someone's head. And okay, sure. Um, character is kind of a dick no not, he not remotely this is the best version of him yeah. i think yeah hector elizondo no he could have been though he should have been he should have like been at their law firm i or want richard gear to have a clause where hector's in all his you know if i was a movie star i would make a clause in my contract where you were in all <gasps> movies. thank you you're really welcome i would do the same 
thank you yeah um lives in an unrealistically nice place no i don't know what he does for oh they, wait what does he they do for own living? armored trucks or something right like, something to do with armored we trucks. learned that because the camera zoomed into a little miniature yeah. armored truck yeah. <laughs> armored truck and he like has like a whole office full of employees so yes he can afford his little house in westchester yes yeah it's not like crazy nice. It's nice, but it's, it's not like it's insane. very big and nice. Yeah. But it's like yeah. oh, oh, this director directed uh, Fatal Attraction, oh. which is funny because I kept saying that looks like the house in Fatal Attraction, yeah. and then it turns out. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> um, wears his old guy glasses. He does right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Almost never takes them off. Mm-hmm. Elise has already seen it. No, no, no. Nice scene with kids. You better believe. Oh, you're- yeah. You better bet. You, you bet better your sweet bippy and your bottom dollar and your butt and everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's really cute with you, kids. You better. You better bet everything. You better bet everything you got. Um, <laughs> relates to John Travolta. No, can't imagine. Mm, I can't see it. A temper tantrum. No. Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't in the way it used to be. You guys have to just watch that scene because it's hard to explain. Yeah, like, it's hard to how- explain. It's like how bad you don't, how bad you feel for him. Yeah. Murdering someone. (laughs) It's true. And like, he didn't even realize he did it really. Mm -hmm. And neither did we. Like everyone was. Neither did Paul. (laughs) Paul had no clue. Um, and plays an instrument. Yes. Yeah. He plays that piano. Yeah. Plays it real hard. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> oh boy so that's unfaithful I feel like there's more we usually do but I can't remember I that. have a would you rather <gasps> um, would you rather live in that house in Westchester okay. or live in the book apartment book apartment in Soho you can't change anything about the decor hmm. it wasn't terrible it wasn't terrible but lately I have been like I want space but that apartment was big and it had space and it was in Soho I think oh. <laughs> there are two releases <laughs> I know there's suburbs Elise I know city lease. I would do suburbs. I do would, I live I alone would... in a big house? You can live with whoever you want. Just anybody. Yeah, you, you can live alone, or I you can't. Can, like... Guess what? There's nobody who wants to live with me. <laughs> 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 so I would live alone. All right. <laughs> um, I think I choose Soho. <laughs> knock knock. No one wants to live with me. <laughs> Oh knock knock empty house <laughs> but you want the suburbs one? i think i do the suburbs yeah and i would be like i'll go into the city every day i won't i <laughs> but like i would tell myself that and then i would hate it but like yeah that's the thing is if i i'm gonna live in the suburbs i don't want to live in the suburbs near new york because i'll never actually come to new york and yeah. it'll make me sad yeah <laughs> so if i'm gonna live in the suburbs i'm gonna live in one of those cool houses in indiana that's like <laughs> lisa has recently become obsessed with these house these like circle houses tiktok has shown me so many tiktok gor- tiktok <laughs> so many gorgeous mid-century homes yep. in indiana and they're like so affordable yeah. and like <sighs> just it's a it's a new thing it's just i just think they're that's Are they all I have to say? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and something that you're gonna take away for this week? I'm I'm never giving my wife a snow globe. <laughs> I'm getting you a state puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I need it. I need it. Uh, um, okay. Next week. Yeah. What is it next? We're week? watching Chicago, man. It's probably not next week. I shouldn't say that. Next um, time. I mean, unless we. We, we could do it together, week. but we could watch it this weekend. Um, maybe. it's Chicago, and I'm so excited to watch this one. Elise and I are sad because <laughs> we used to be able to do this at whim. We sometimes we did two in a week. Yeah, and like now we're working girls. We're street. We're street walkers. We're walking the streets. <laughs> we every day. The more work we get, and like the the better for our careers. The more angry we are. Yeah, the more upset we are. <laughs> Because we mean, just had a solid run of so much time. We just got to hang out. And, like, I am not somebody who was meant to work full time, okay? She will say this routinely. <laughs> I was meant to be a trophy wife with a charity hobby. like or Who like, falls into an affair. Who falls into an affair and forces my husband to murder my boyfriend. <laughs> I just so think I needed... I, I don't like being busy. I don't like being overscheduled i don't have any ambition or drive i just want to be able to live my happy little life yeah yeah and like i like to work a little bit yeah but like two days a week max is great <laughs> so 
I just think that we're if anybody has leads, <laughs> if you have any lead, like I don't know what the lead is. If we're looking for, we're looking for eighty thousand a year, two days, two a week. weekdays a week. Alternately, I will accept a handsome breadwinner. I guess. Yeah. I yeah. mean, yeah. I'll just. I'm. T- I'm there. We're there. Yeah. I'm Santa there. baby. I'm ready to be a housewife. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Santa baby. But in Soho. Soho. I'm, and not Westchester. I'm, I'm like Brooklyn. I don't. I. Yeah. Okay. I, First, we need to establish we're Brooklyn babes. We're Brooklyn bitches for the only reason life. I said Soho is just because it was that's where it was. Movie. Movie. But no. like Brooklyn's better. Right. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live in Soho these days. I think it's too. It's too commercial. <laughs> Sorry, it is. I just like I'm a really real girl, and like I just like don't like things that are commercial. <laughs> and I did not eat seven pounds of McDonald's for <laughs> dinner tonight. We ate so much McDonald's and cookie. I'm unwell, <laughs> but mm. it was so good. It was worth it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that means we should go. I guess we what need we to at? go throw up our McDonald's. So, yeah, we're going to watch Chicago if you want to watch it too. And do that. In, tune into next episode because I'm going, I just decided I'm going to uh, write a 12 Days of Richard song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you're going to come up with so many good puns because you were just coming up with them off the dome. Oh, we'll see. It's what I'll do at work tomorrow when I'm distracted. Okay. And is Kendall Roy dead? Oh, we will be here I, covering this that's coverage. That's what I wanted to say. I, please everyone go watch succession and pen 15 we just watched the we, the time that we are at to this uh. the last the second to last episode of succession succession oh my gosh succession just accession. Came, just came out yeah i say the word accession so much at work and I, and so that's where we are there's one more episode and there was a cliffhanger and, and we it's like, strongly oh one of the main characters strongly could be killed off could be dead and we were like oh my gosh is he so that's very exciting mm-hmm. um so yeah also, don't tell our family and friends that we're doing this podcast as usual. Don't tell your family and friends about Succession. <laughs> don't tell them we watch Succession. And don't tell them anything. Have a holly jolly season. Yeah, the best time of the year. The best time of the year. Ah! <laughs> All right. Bye. Cool. Very cool. I'm your number one boy.